It's Tuesday, June 24, 2014. The issue's been settled. EPA does have the authority. The law says so. The Supreme Court has said so twice. Make that three times. The U.S. Supreme Court upholds EPA authority again. It's official. May 2014 was the hottest May on record. Canada's First Nations vow to fight the other tar sands pipeline. Plus... Until today, we've had no ways to measure the serious risks to our national economy that that it faces from climate change. Titans of Wall Street warn climate change is really expensive. All of those warnings and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. CO2 is a different kettle of fish. It's not particulate. It's plant food. (laughs) That is the single most charming way I have ever heard someone say something so wrong. Republican Congressman Jeff Sessions from Alabama is wrong? Say it ain't so. This is your Green News Report. He is wrong, but he is adorable. He is wrong-dorable. Okay, Desi Doyen, the hottest May on record that's impossible. Fox News has just today told me that the globe has actually been cooling since the 1930s. So what new numbers are you faking now? (laughs) Oh, if only that were true. That's the problem with getting your news from Fox so-called news. May 2014 was the hottest May ever recorded on the entire planet, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Fakers. Beating the old record for the hottest May set just four years ago. The ocean also set a new high temperature record for the month of May. Forecasters predict that the record ocean warming is on track to contribute to what may be a super exceptional El Nino event coming up this winter. So just to clarify two points, that hottest May on record, that's globally, right? Yes. Not here in the U.S. Right. Because, you know, on Fox News, when it's a little chilly in the U.S., they think the entire world is freezing. Second question, you refer to the ocean temperatures. This is something that, again, the folks on Fox News seem not to notice when they say either the globe is cooling, which it's not, or the growth of warming is slowing a bit. It may be slowing a bit, but only on surface temperatures. Those numbers don't take into account the oceans, which are warming. Right. That would be willful blindness of trying to ignore inconvenient data. Meanwhile, the U.S. Supreme Court has reaffirmed, yet again, the Environmental Protection Agency's authority to regulate carbon dioxide emissions that cause global warming. It was a complicated split decision on Monday, but the upshot is that while the conservative wing of the court did slightly limit the potential emission sources the EPA could regulate under the Clean Air Act, they took out tiny emitters like schools and small businesses, which the EPA was hoping to avoid anyway, but the majority of the court again upheld the EPA's broad authority to regulate emissions from large industrial polluters, refineries, factories, and power plants, by far the biggest emitters. And this is the third time the Supreme Court has had to do this, and it's probably not the last. So again, to clarify, these big polluters go to court, they say carbon dioxide is not a pollutant, or at least it's not a pollutant you can regulate. The Supreme Court says yes, and yes, and yes, you can. That's right. And in fact, you must because it's part of the Clean Air Act, so you must regulate these emissions. That's right. Got it. And the risk that climate change poses to every sector of the economy is finally beginning to dawn on Wall Street. If we act immediately, we can avoid the very worst outcomes. 
and American business needs to lead in this area. That's former U.S. Treasury Secretary Hank Paulson at the press conference launch on Tuesday for a new report, the first ever to calculate the impact of climate change on the U.S. economy, called Risky Business. It's a joint project between Paulson, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, and billionaire philanthropist Tom Steyer. As Mayor Bloomberg says, this new report makes the true cost of global warming quite clear. Until today, we've had no ways to measure the serious risks to our national economy that that it faces from climate change. Our report shows that the longer we wait to adapt to and mitigate climate change, the more devastating the economic impacts will be. And we just cannot afford to wait another minute. Some of the more dramatic findings include that by the end of the century, high temperatures could make it extremely difficult for people to work outside at all during heat waves. Well, pretty sure Michael Bloomberg and Hank Paulson work indoors, so they don't need to worry. And yet they are. Go figure. Finally, the First Nations Indian tribes in Canada are girding up for a huge fight. While the controversial proposed Keystone XL pipeline remains stalled in the U.S., Canada's conservative government has approved another pipeline, the Northern Gateway, set to transport Canada's dirty tar sands oil across British Columbia to be shipped to China. Canada's indigenous tribes, the First Nations, have vowed they will fight the pipeline going over their land with lawsuits and direct action, saying it violates their constitutional rights. The leaders say, quote, we are the wall that the pipeline cannot pass. For much more on those stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.